Welcome everyone to Films and Women in My Life. My name is Brett, and joining me tonight is Jess. Hey everyone. And Jess, I'll let you introduce our guest host. My boo-thang, Rui. Hey, Rui. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> welcome Rui. We are happy to have you on. Happy to be uh, here. And uh, t- <laughs> tonight we are reviewing Just Mercy, the new film about uh, the lawyer and the guy who got imprisoned for doing the thing uh and i'll give a better synopsis right here uh just mercy <laughs> shadows world round world renowned civil rights defense attorney brian stevenson as he recounts his experiences and details of the case of a condemned death row prisoner whom he fought to free perfect easy easy little synopsis there um you guys excited going into this one i uh, we weren't originally gonna do it but um it started getting some buzz might be up for awards so you know we, we felt obligated yeah, I was pretty excited. I think I've seen trailers for this for at least three months. So mm-hmm. I had that scene where she was talking by the water, like pretty much down perfect by the time that that actually happened <laughs> in the movie. I was like, yep, I know what she's going to say. I'd, I'd known very little about it. Um, I just just kind of asked me if, she, if I wanted to see a movie. And I said, yeah, sure. What is it? Just Mercy? Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, about lawyers. Let's do it. <laughs> I remember yeah, I was like, it's called e- Just Something. Sale. I was like, Just, uh, Just, uh, oh yeah, it's called Just Mercy. Just racist Southern people. Um, <laughs> so, <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would call that a spoiler, but if you've seen the trailer, I think everyone knows exactly what this whole movie is going to be. Um, but if you have not seen Just Mercy, it is in theaters now if you have any interest. You know, it's about lawyers and racism, so go check it out if you have any interest. We read things here at Films with a Woman in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. And the movie starts in 1986 and jumps around a little bit, not too much, but um, this man... So that was, I think I was most surprised at, because I thought this was like 50s, 60s, and then when this was early, I'm yeah, late 80s, early 90s, and I was like, oh my gosh, I was born. (laughs) Yes, you were, well, yeah, at the tail end of this trial period, you were indeed alive, Um, (laughs) but yeah, well... Walter McMillan is played by Jamie Foxx. Uh, he is a what is he a logger or like he makes pulp, uh, like paper pulp. Um, and we see him cut trees down, and he is stopped by a, a blockade of police officers. Then they have a little a little witty exchange before the police officers arrest him, and uh, they they are accusing him of murdering a a woman, uh, a young white woman, like she's like eighteen or something, one of one of those death cases. Um, and they they convict him on some flimsy premises and some bad testimonies, and uh, he is sentenced to death. Uh, we fast forward to, as just said, the early 90s. They say seven years later, so we're going to assume this is, what, 93, I guess, is, is the timeline. Um, and we have uh, Brian Stevenson, uh, played by Michael B. Jordan, and he is, like, an upcoming lawyer. Um, he, he, well, when we first see him, he's, like, just a, a student. Um, but he is a very smart man, went to Harvard, um, and he wants to go down south to help uh, defend people on death row who he thinks are not necessarily guilty. Give them their, their day in court. Give them their fair shake um and when he heads down there against his mother's wishes we should say he starts to learn about the system down there is even in 1993 um a little little fucked up not too kind to to uh you know i'll say mostly black people but there were some white guys in there too getting getting the the short end um yeah they're not good to the the, once they accuse someone and they convict them they they kind of treat them like shit and they just throw away the key kind of thing so uh, and then obviously death penalty plays a big play in this as well so a lot, of, a lot of themes a lot of motifs going on but uh brian stevenson gotta defend these these uh potential murderers um i'll start with you jess what do you think of the plot of this movie 
Uh, I'm going to give it a four or five. I thought it was extremely good. And it I didn't realize how close, like I said before, how um, it was just, you know, 25 years ago that all this stuff happened. You, you think like when um, the mom warned her son not to go to Alabama, that was like mm-hmm. in, you know, in the 60s or 70s. But no, that's just like she just said it just recently. Um, so it's yeah. just crazy how backwards things still are down there. Does it mean that uh, that things are still terrible, or that we're actually old now because we were because we were alive when oh, when the shit was going on? Both, I... but I mean, based on the statistics <laughs> that happened at the very end of the movie, it seems like stuff like that's still going on. Um, I bet it is. Yeah, it's yeah, it's terrible. But the plot was so good, and I think I'll talk about it more in the characters. But that's the real big thing that hones into the plot is how they showed each character's story, the sequence of everything. Um, and this is all based on a true story. So as you're watching this, mm-hmm. you're like, how did this actually happen? Um, but they did a, a really good job, you know, playing each part and having all of it pan through. Yeah, what do you think, Rui? Uh, I absolutely agree. Um, I, I give the plot a five out of five. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, wow, um, nice. The the I, I really like the pacing. Um, I, I'm not sure how much uh, spoilers I can give, so I'm not, I'm not going to give too many, but... Um, we spoil the whole thing here. Yeah, kind of thing. Okay, okay. As, as, the, as the thing goes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, so I, I think that they did uh, when when they actually executed Herbert. Relatively, I mean, it, it wasn't relatively early in the film, but I think it was mm-hmm. um, maybe like a third of the way through the film. I thought that did such a good job to sort of kind of make the whole execution process feel so much more real and, and like make you feel so much more emotionally involved because it's, it's mm-hmm. when you think about things like that, it's not really something that, that you really like internalize too much. And so I just thought that with the pacing, especially adding that scene and adding that entire sort of mini plot line did so, it was just so great to, to really add some emotional weight to to the story and like really 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 bring you into it and really make you emotionally invested into Jamie Foxx's character. I yeah I, I thought it was amazing. Yeah the um I, I guess I'll be a slightly lower than you two on it. The plot is like a three five for me. Um it's solid. It makes sense. Um there's nothing wrong with. Uh, I agree. The pacing is solid. I am at no point bored. I'm invested the whole time. Um I think the thing is carried by its characters and we get into that rating. But um yeah I, I it. It comes into the problem with movies like this where um, you know you kind of know you kind of know everything you know like this guy probably didn't do it and we, we were spoiling everything he he's found innocent uh, by the end of the film um, and you know that you know people are going to be portrayed how they're portrayed um, movies like this and I think of what, what are some other ones that came out this year where where they have a where they have a, a some sort of a, an agenda a little bit like uh, Richard Jewell um, Harriet uh, films like that which both really good movies you have to be careful with um, how heavy-handed and pre- I'll say preachy your movies come off because um, the characters in this like all of the cops are your typical asshole racist white cops and all of your death row inmates are actually not even the ones who did it, like the guy, like you said, um, uh, Herbert, he actually did the crime, but he's clearly mentally ill because of the trauma he experienced at war. So when you do a movie and you're kind of painting it very one-sided and there's not a lot of gray until 
later in the film, there's a little bit. I guess the closest thing to a gray character we get is Tim Blake Nelson's character, Ralph, the guy who um, is on death row and testified against him in the original court case, and then he has kind of a change of heart later on. I think he's the closest thing you get to like a gray character, where it's like, oh, you don't really like you, you kind of you 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 don't like him, but you understand his situation, so you kind of respect him by the end. And uh, it's a lot of well, conventions. What about at the you, end when um, the lawyer actually dropped everything? I thought that was kind of I wasn't expecting that. That was a good moment. I, I, I like that. And uh, the actor, Rafe Spall, really, really good actor. Um, you, you, you really do not like this man throughout the whole film. <laughs> you, you, want to, you want to punch him right in the fucking face. Uh, but it, for the, the whole thing, while solid, feels too conventional and regular and, and occasionally preachy. It's not terrible. It's not over the top. But um, I, I, it's, it's kind of like I get the message. I understand. I understand what you're saying. Um, but the characters, this is the, the, what I thought the strength of the movie was. I'll, I'll start with you this time, Ruby. What do you think of the characters? Um, well, I mean, given the fact that uh, I just gave the plot a five out of five, I, I think no one no one will be <laughs> surprised when I say I also give the characters a five out of five. Um, wow. I, 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 thought, I thought the acting was absolutely fantastic, um, especially, uh, especially her. I mean, like, like I said, I know, um, I know that there was like, you have a bunch of amazing actors, you have Rafe Spall, you have, um, uh, Jamie Foxx, you have Michael B. Jordan, Brie Larson, like, it's this incredible host of actors, but I thought that Herbert did such a good job portraying, or the actor that, um, played Herbert did such a good, good job portraying, um, mental illness and, and like some of the, some of the difficulties associated with, you know, going through trauma from war. It was really like it, it really was was a moving performance um everyone drew me straight in i was uh just even you know made fun of me a little bit like when when herbert was executed uh i you know i, I shed i shed a tear or two i'm, I'm not I'm not gonna lie i did um oh i, I cry at most movies so no, <laughs> no arguments from me <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just making sure just making sure um so so yeah like it it, it was just incredibly moving um and uh uh, yeah, I, I I loved it. I, I thought the character, I thought the actress did such a, such a great job. What do you think, Jess? Yeah, I'm going to give it a four or five. And I'm going to start with the slimiest character, Rolf Myers. He, I hated yep. seeing him on screen, watching him talk and just... <laughs> especially Simply when he Nelson's had that, like, character, yeah. Yeah, the, the jujubee dance. <laughs> 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 so, like, so slimy and, like, ugh, such a terrible character. Um, and you kind of feel bad for him, too, because he was totally pressured to, um, you know, put jamie fox on the stand that's what i'm saying it's like he's gross but you kind of understand you kind of like you sympathize with him a little bit like he's in a bad place he is and i mean i feel bad for saying that but like they just pressured him so much to do the wrong thing and he even admitted at first like he wasn't going to do it and it just makes you like think how corrupt um everything is back then not even back then 25 years ago um but yeah the i i loved um brian stevenson he did a phenomenal job and um i think a lot of my favorite scenes are for example when he was um talking to the families and everyone was around him he's such a likable character i don't think there's any ounce of bad in him any ounce of like greed or whatever he's just like basically god walked on earth and put him on his body um <laughs> and I, I like brie larson too she's also a very likable character and unlike anyone who is you know like in the movie as a white person everyone white there is you know evil and out to get you but she's the only one that actually is um on these 
defendant's side. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Who else? And, yeah, I really like um, Herbert, too. And I felt so bad for him. And that, that was a very terrible scene. Terrible yeah. in, a, in a great way. but like Terrible in a great way because they did such a good job shooting that. But I'll talk about that more in um, the visual. Yeah. Um, our two leads, excellent. They, this is the best I've seen. Because Jamie Foxx, not always a great actor. Sometimes he's okay. But like this. They made him look yeah. so young. Yeah, the when and especially in the um in the the older scene where he's got all the hair and everything, like he, he did a good job with uh, he did he did a good job. Um and yeah, Michael B. Jordan, um seen him in quite a few things. I think I like him most in Fruitvale Station, it's a smaller indie year movie that came out a couple years ago. But um yeah, he's really good in this. Um he's 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 on the top of his peak here. And some of the side characters, uh yeah the the the, the bad guy I guess Rafe Spall, uh, Tommy Chapman, good really good acting there. Uh, I love Tim Blake Nelson in this. I love when his character, his swarmy, gross character comes on. It just it light it lights up the film for me. I'm like, oh my god, he's so he's just a little worm man, and like he he's, he's, it really it, it provides a lot of entertaining value. And watching he did a like, really good sh- choice with him. Watching uh yeah Michael B Jordan try to like uh like keep it together while he's talking to this just fucking <laughs> worm man. I don't know what else to call him. Um, like yeah, how Herbert. can you even take him seriously? Just having a conversation with him. I will say I'm gen I'm genuinely impressed that he was able to keep the juju bees in his mouth despite the fact that he, he was like having <laughs> half his mouth open the entire time. <laughs> I know he had to talk with that weird slant mouth, which they had they had a backstory for that. Like he had something when he was a kid or something, but um. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he asked for the fucking GGB, the sunkist, and oh, it's fantastic. Um, and then yeah, Ralph, uh, not Ralph. Uh, that's who we were just talking about. Rob Morgan playing Herbert. Yeah, really good character. I again, I see enough movies, I guess, where I like, I know he's going to die. He, someone has to die to you know give the emotional resonance and keep the keep the story moving. And and yeah, uh, his his death scene is a is a, is a strong one. Um, and then, you know, so those are the characters I really like. Some characters I don't like as much. Um, Brie Larson's fine. She's fine. I don't know. I used to really like her, um, but the last couple of movies she's been in, I, I'm starting to get a little lukewarm on her. I don't know. I don't, uh, I'm, I'm cooling on Brie Larson, which is a shame because I really liked her in, um, like Room and oh, she was Scott excellent Pilgrim. Room. room, she's so good. Um, yeah. but like, uh, I'm not into the Captain Marvel stuff. Um, this is, she's, she's fine. She's, she's, you know, maybe it's just because everyone else around her is so much better. Um, Oshia Jackson Jr., Ice Cube's kid is the other inmate uh, I haven't really talked about him he's he's alright eh, he's fine I don't know um, one guy I did not like who we haven't really talked about and he's a smaller part I don't like the son John McMillan CJ LeBlanc's character he kind of he, he kind of annoys me I don't think he like I'm supposed to get a real like emotional reaction when he stands up in the courtroom like you can't kill my dad sir and I don't like I don't know I did, that that part felt a little like hokey and um, like, like like TV movie kind of thing i don't i don't know if he was the strongest choice for that but the our leads are what's important here a lot of our side characters are really solid so i'm still gonna give this a four or five it's it's a it's not not it's 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 solid it's strength of the movie um visual and sound just sounds like you had something for that what do you think of that uh okay so visual sound definitely was the execution scene um i feel like that scene felt like it was like two hours long but in a good way because they just just buckling him in so slow and playing his song mm-hmm. and all the inmates, you know, like rallying up for him. It was, it was, I was clenching and like my eyes were like, I want to watch this and I can't. And then I was like, are they going to actually show the execution? And I'm like, is he going to scream? That part they did such a good job with. Um, and then there was, there was other visuals too, like the scene where he got pulled over by the cops for no reason. And they, you know, they held a gun like right to his face yeah, and all they, they did just, is just like shuffle papers him. in his car. That yeah. was a really good scene. 
I think what's preventing me from giving it a solid Cinco is like the last maybe 20 minutes just felt like it was rewinded. Once they were, once they um, made the notion and said, we need to make him a likable character. So once he gets out of jail, no one's going to try to kill him. And they went on 60 minutes. I'm like, what happened between then and 60 minutes? Like, how did you get on 60 yeah. minutes? The, the 60 minute piece is like, oh, by the way, like, because everyone's at their lowest point. They're like, oh, we have to end the movie. But it has to be like a, a happy ending because that's what happened. And like, I just put 60 minutes on. They'll explain yeah, how everything I wish, is fine. I wish there was more about <laughs> how it got on 60 minutes because I'm sure it wasn't easy. Um, they had a hard time getting everyone's attention for this case. So how did they go on air for that? I wish there was more about that. And then I feel like the very last scene where um, he got freed, that was totally fast forwarded too. I think if they spent more time on it and maybe, you know, made the judge think a little bit more or more um, anticipation or apprehensiveness in the court itself, it would have made the decision where he was set free to be so much more impactful, but I feel like they sped that up a little bit too much. Okay, yeah, so we'll, we'll, I forgot what you landed on, a four or five or a four? Or... Uh, I'm still going to do four or five, just because I w- it would have easily been a five if like the last segment of the movie just wasn't sped up so much. Hmm, okay. What do you think, Ruth? On this one, uh, I think I think I'm gonna go a four. Uh, I didn't I didn't really notice like it, it was it was good, and I think I'm just giving it a four alone for the for the execution scene. Um, I just thought it was so powerful mm-hmm. when when they had the camera uh, pointed at the at the people observing. You could kind of see what was happening in the reflection as well, but you all, but the focus was also the reaction that the that that uh, all the all the observers had. I don't know, like the 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 shock when they when they actually hit the button or, or whatever it is everyone in the movie theater, everyone, just everyone at the same time, just hit jumped the, the exact same time when that happened. And I thought that was, that was so powerful. So that alone, I think, I think, um, gives it a four, but other than that, I didn't really notice, uh, I didn't really notice too much in, the um, in like the, 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 the sound or the, or the cinematography or anything like that. It was, it was really just that scene that, that struck me as being, mm-hmm. um, very poignant. Very well done. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on board with you guys. Um, that scene is the the I guess we'll get to presence if you want a second. But that that scene's like the the way it's structured, how the music his music is playing in the background is is a really strong thing. Um, I like the scenes that I really like are when they're in their cells, the three of them, um, Jamie Foxx yeah, and, uh, I agree. and I, when they're all just chatting back and forth. It's good snappy dialogue. I like I like our three uh, characters here, and they're, they're interesting and they're fun. Um, Excuse me a second. There's some other parts of the movie, though, that feel, I think I said it earlier in the characters, a little TV movie. The courtroom stuff, um, it just doesn't look or feel right to me. I don't know what it is about the cinematography, but it, does, it looks kind of cheap. It doesn't look as, as uh, polished as some of the other parts of the movie. I think any of the prison stuff looks good when he's Michael B. Jordan at the beginning. he has that. He's in that small little uh, waiting room holding cell with that other guy, the young guy. Um, when he's talking to Tim Blake Nelson at the in the little cafeteria section, all the prisony kind of stuff I think looks really good. Um, courtroom stuff's kind of whatever though. I, they they spend some time in um, that office too, the one that Brie Larson runs, and you know, yeah. like it's just it, some of it felt a little TV movie for me. Um, but there's not, it's not without its strengths. So I'm still at like a three five. I think it's 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 competently done, and there's some there's a couple of outstanding scenes. Uh, but the I did forget feel- to mention I liked how. Um- 
they did the family house. How everyone just yeah. clustered in there, and how it's all it's decorated. so small, and they're all yeah, they're all like like crouched together, kind of like yeah, it's it's a good touch. I agree. That's um that's a good point. And, and the, um, the one lady continually pouring tea, and and at the very end, I love that <laughs> she was like pouring it until it was like just at the very top. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of people to cover. Yeah, it's really, it's yeah. There's, there, there are good little touches like that in the zoo. It's not without its um its creative style, but um. So the 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 resonance feel. It sounds like you two are gonna have a higher resonance feel than I am because I have I have some problems with the resonance and feel. But I'll I'll start with you, Jess. What do you think of that? No, I think I'm gonna give um the resonance and feel probably a four or five too. And for the same reason for I guess what I mentioned before in the visuals, they sped up the last part way too much when that was supposed to be the most impactful part was him being free. And then it was kind of like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Now after this court case, he's free. Um, what do you think of that have... final court scene where like the him and, um, and Jamie Foxx are like, and they're older and they're like before everybody in that final courtroom. And he does his little speech. Like if we just love each other a little more, just had a little more mercy, a little more, like whatever the fuck he says. It's you know, it's it's that scene. A little contrived. Yeah, I don't even. I hardly even remember. A, a little. Maybe. <laughs> it, it didn't just like after. Just as like, oh, it didn't end after sixty minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was kind of after sixty. I feel like the court scene before, where um, Rolf Myers was kind of going back and forth, or. Um, and lied, that was more impactful than him actually being free. Like, something about that last scene, it, it didn't mm-hmm. do it for me. It's like they just ran out of film, they had to rush it. Um, so, unfortunately, and I think maybe if they showed more of the 18-year-old's family, they kept talking about, you're bringing the family back, and they don't want to relive this. If they actually mm-hmm. put some footage of them in there and showed more oh, they of never, the towards the side. They don't even side, show the family, I don't think, like... Do they? Yeah, I, don't remember I think that would have had more resonance too, just because you it kind of sympathized, not sympathize any of what's going on here, but you know they lost a child and you were bringing this court case back. I think that would have been kind of a cool conflict to see as well. Um, but yeah, I think they could have done some more enhancements. But I mean, overall, it it was still very good. What do you think, Rui? I th- I I give it a four out of five actually. Uh, I after after hearing after hearing you guys talk, I. Th- I'm I'm starting to be a little bit less happy with the with the pacing <laughs> of the movie and the plot because because I mean, like you're saying, it is like like Jess was saying, it, it's absolutely true that they chose to rush the very the very end of the movie, and I think that was and that's like, yeah like, the most like important the, part. Yeah, it's right. it's it's like the the entire resolution. Like I think they wasted a lot of time in the start trying to set up the idea that Alabama is like this very racist place. Maybe not the best use of time because I don't think that a lot of people don't know that that's the case. I, I, don't, right. I don't think that's some, put too that's much some of my problem is like the conventions in this movie. Racist. It's just like, oh, there are racist cops in the South who imprison black people unfairly. This shocks me. Like, like I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I've seen this movie before, like a lot, and it's just kind of <laughs> preaching at me again. I'm like, I get it. I, I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> oh my God, you don't say there's racism in the South. <laughs> I would have thought. <laughs> so Wasn't there a war about that at one point. I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> something. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I'll, I'll, I still want to give it a five because it still was really powerful, um, and and it did impact me a lot. But um, I think they definitely could have allocated their time differently with the film and tried to to focus on 
on maybe telling the story a little bit more and trying to set up the plot a little bit less. Like, like for instance, the, mm-hmm. the subplot with that, uh, with the, the racist guard that, you know, made Michael B. Jordan strip down at the very start. And then, you know, later he was like showing his, his like transformation. They dedicated a number of scenes to like showing his face at varying times and at right. varying levels of yeah, racism. Basically he like, <laughs> he lets them, he lets the family visit him afterwards in the little van. He gives a little nod and lets them like, you know, hug their dad. And yeah. Yeah, I agree. They shouldn't have focused so much time on that. Um, so, so yeah, just mm, four out of five. Still good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's my, it's my lowest point because the emotions I feel are like, of course, like obviously, like the the, the two leads, very likable characters, and and you root for them because of course you do, um, and the bad guys are you know mustache twirling you know racist villains, like of course you don't like them, um, so it's it's like a three for me because it works like the scenes that really work are the things that that stand out, like Herbert's execution we've already talked about really good, um, I think Jess you mentioned it when when Ralph for the first time doesn't doesn't tell the truth I guess. And he continues with the lie. That's actually a good little like thing. Like he is that scared of like the establishment and what they'll do to him if he if, if he you know doesn't doesn't uh, keep with their what they were doing. Um, but Jess, you made a good point about I wish we saw the family. I I wish we saw the family because I need I need characters in here. I need more gray characters. I, there's too much. I agree. It's too it's too <laughs> black and white. It's too uh, it's <laughs> it's too obvious. Like these are the bad guys and they must learn their lesson at the end. And it's too obvious these are the good guys and they're the underdogs and they're fighting for what's right. I need more like complex characters. I would have liked a black racist cop or a white guy who's helping them out. I guess Brie Larson's kind of the closest thing to that. Um, although you know, she, I think thought her character's a little flat. I I would like conflict. I, I like. I, I wanted more nuance. I wanted, and I think the family, like you said, Jess, could have brought that. It could have been like, oh, maybe, maybe they're also mean and don't want him. Even if they don't care who killed, really killed the daughter, they just want this guy in prison because the cops said so, and like we really want him. Or maybe they're on his side. Like, oh, we don't, we don't want this guy in prison if he's not the, the right person. Or I, I wish we understood like their feelings on it, other than couple of people just being like don't put them through this trauma again like whatever I did, a little too little yeah i would have rather seen that than heard it yeah i, I agree um, and this, that's that's what's holding this back from being anything more than me than like yeah i like who i like and i don't like who i don't like and obviously that's that's the case i would have liked more more nuance more conflict more more difficult choices for our characters because the choices aren't difficult the choices are obvious for everybody so you know a three I agree. And did they ever say who actually killed her? Was- um, I don't I think they did in the movie. I don't know what happened in real life. Because, I mean, there we go. That was another, that'd be an interesting thing with the parents. Like, now, oh, this guy's free now. He didn't do it. Like, in your heart of hearts, do you think he did it and you're just angry and you just want someone to be punished for what happened to your kid? Or are you, you know, now now no one's no one's been caught. Like, what what are your feelings as a, as a parent? I Yeah, I don't think they addressed that. Um, so. Yeah, I wish... I knew if maybe I don't know if it's still open or who actually did kill her or what the motive was or anything. It was more so about this, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I guess when they're so heavy on this case, I want to know more about the case itself in general, too. You know, I I, I agree. Like, I, I really would have loved to see uh, especially the, the family's reaction to the 60 minutes segment, because I think like after the actual information about mm-hmm. the, the yeah. case is, is is out there, it's pretty obvious that he didn't do it. And so. They they still sort of uh, like the state still sort of clung to this idea that oh you know this is so horrible like the, he did it uh, the the family doesn't want to go through it but does the family actually not want to go through it after that you know I think it, it 
definitely begs the question, mm-hmm. especially because it was there was this like big public display of, of the information about the case. Right. Yeah, because we, we get a lot of uh, of um, Brian or uh, Walter McMillan's family, so like you would think we would get the other family in there, but yeah. And, uh, before we I guess wrap up that sixty minutes segment, <laughs> there was a, a thing. It's such a a nitpick and it's like a not a real thing but it bothered me when they cut to Rafe Spall <laughs> sitting in his living room and it's him on 60 minutes his part and he's not coming off very likable and it pans to his wife sitting on the other couch and she's just like shakes her head yeah that was, I was like what the fuck was that scene that was so ridiculous like even even his wife knows he's an asshole I'm like what the, I mean, what the fuck what's stupid I don't need that <laughs> just how it took me out I was like this, this is campy bullshit here I don't, I don't know about that um, so small and minor that no one would ever care but like I was just like Oh, don't on, don't worry. Bad men um, sleep on the couch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he's sleeping <laughs> on the couch tonight. We get it. We understand. He's bad man. Um, so <laughs> overall, uh, I'll start with you, Jess. Would you recommend Just Mercy? No, I definitely would recommend it. Um, it opened my eyes to what is going on down there, and I think especially the facts at the end. How many people are in death row that don't deserve to be there? Um, how many mistakes are made mm-hmm. and death is obviously a mistake that can't be fixed and it's just crazy how bad the system is um how corrupt like some judges are or some lawyers are and it really takes an outside person to come and to try to fix what has been continuously going on um it's just such a messed up process and you think things are getting better but i'm sure if we went you know even not in those states but anywhere there's just so much nonsense going on and that's why i like how I think, Brendan, we've seen similar movies like these in the past couple of years. Yeah. They've all sprung up. Um, how they're giving us awareness of, you know, everything that's going on in the world. Yeah. it's a, it's. I mean, if for anyone who does not know enough about, you know, how, how things are in the South, if you're not from there, I guess I guess this could be uh, introductory to you. Uh, but, uh, Rui, would you recommend uh, Just Mercy? Definitely. Um, I think I think maybe uh, it was a little bit more impactful for me because uh, I went into it having no idea what the movie was actually about. So mm-hmm. I didn't really have any expectations in mind. So I, I, you know, I didn't necessarily, you know, you kind of have an idea of what's going to happen. Like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a happy ending and all that. But right. um, I was definitely a little bit more on the edge of my seat just by virtue of the fact that I knew literally nothing about uh not the the movie or, or or what to expect the real life so, case or any of that stuff yeah yeah exactly so uh definite definite recommend for me yeah i'm uh i'm still gonna land on a recommend i'm on the lighter side um it's it's really saved by its acting the the characters are so like the actors play the characters so well that you you kind of have to like be really impressed by all that um uh, i've already aired my grievances about you know the contrivances and the convention and conventions and the and the you know really just it's just kind of it's, it's it feels like a little pandering like i know the audience is going to go and see this and they're going to eat it up and love it and and it's going to be like obvious and the people who don't want to see it you know and or think they're not going to like it you're probably right you probably won't like it it's very obvious like it's very down the middle like this is what you're getting like and um so i, th- I think a it's like a perfect like three or not three and a half star movie for me like a solid like one of the best tv movies you've ever seen kind of thing um but it's still a, it's still a recommend for me i still i i enjoyed enough of like the artistic choices of the execution of the three guys in the cells and the acting is so strong that um that uh, any any small grievances i have with rape spall's wife can be forgiven um three recommends of varying degrees for just mercy so yeah solid you can go go check it out if you if you don't mind that we told you the whole thing is happening although if you saw the trailer you probably 
you probably know what happened. Um, that that that's. I bet it's probably up for an Oscar. What do you think? Um, it could get a Best Picture, and I think, I think Jamie Foxx and Michael B. Jordan will both be up for acting and supporting. Um, I don't. It could get a Best Picture. I don't know. It's been a it's been a strong end of the year for 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 movies, but this does seem like it seems like an Oscar movie. Like this seems like one that would get a nomination. So, um, I would guess I would guess yes for picture and um best actor and supporting actor is my guess um i don't know if brie larson's gonna get any anything for her her part but um yeah that's that's just mercy i think we are pretty much wrapped up with 2019 theater films we are finally getting into 2020 now um we're taking a couple more listener suggestions uh what do we got coming up we got uh, the the gentleman that looks interesting and then we got some nice juicy horror movies for jess like the turning and hansel and gretel and <laughs> oh my lord you might have to come back for those because i might not be able to fucking do that shit I, <laughs> I don't know if you like horror movies or not but it, they are not my bag um especially the jump scare variety uh but if you have anything to recommend to us in the meantime films with the women in my life on facebook i am brennan underscore pod host on instagram and you can reach out via email for any suggestions uh that is films with the women at gmail.com um yeah oh instagram tournament go check it out it's on my it's on my instagram it's a uh, best movie 2019 vote for me vote, vote for jess or me you can vote for me i, I no I, don't you i win you're untouchable for some reason yeah I, well i have picked good movies vote for the underdog i consider myself oh the nicole's underdog. the underdog she has no movies left <laughs> she, she's hoping that, jo- that joker can, can ride the end you're in second you you've got most of your movies still in there um well, actually, I have no idea at this point what, what places we're in, but as of this recording. All right, enough about that. Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram to go check that out. Jess and Rui, thank you for being on for Just Mercy. My pleasure. Thanks for having thank me. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and